0: Good afternoon, Glenn here. Today is Wednesday, February 22nd, and welcome back to Hardy Midday. Crown Rule Country 102.1 The Outlaw, brought to you by Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960, First National Bank of Wachula at 406 North 6th Avenue, right here in Wachula. Starting off with your local news in Wachula, the block of West Orange Street from South 9th Avenue to South 10th Avenue will be closed from 1 p.m. until 3 p.m. today. On Saturday, February 18th at approximately 2.30 p.m., officers of the Sebring Police Department responded to the Sebring Walmart at 3525 U.S. 27 North in reference to a deceased person who was found inside a vehicle. Investigation into this incident has revealed that 51-year-old Marcella Sebring of Sebring has tragically committed suicide. As with nearly all suicide investigations, Marcella's family, friends, and co-workers have been shocked to learn of the circumstances surrounding her death. In light of this heartbreaking event, the Sebring Police Department wants to remind everyone that if you or someone you know is in crisis, that help is available. Professional help may be obtained by calling 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Or you may call or text 988 Local drug kingpin Miguel Angel Molina Etchichurri, the man suspected of killing 22-year-old Jonathan Diaz in 2018, is back in Highlands County to face first-degree murder charges. Molina, 31 years of age, was arrested on federal drug charges on March 29, 2019 at the conclusion of a month-long investigation into an international drug smuggling ring. That same day, Diaz's body was discovered buried in the backyard of a home at 117 Long. View Road in Sebring. Molina was recently sentenced to 11 years in federal prison on those drug charges and extradited from Texas to the Highlands County Jail where he was booked in yesterday on charges of second degree murder, abuse of a human body tampering with evidence and violation of probation. The investigation revealed Diaz was killed in December of 2018 in the garage of Molina's home at 5003 Manatee Drive in retaliation for a debt of several thousand dollars he owed to the drug trafficking organization. Molina was the local kingpin of the trafficking operation and the investigation determined he beat Diaz to death over the debt. Molina was the main suspect in the murder at the time of his arrest on the federal drug charges. The forensic evidence collected at the murder scene and from Diaz's body was analyzed and proved to be enough probable cause for the murder charge and an arrest warrant was obtained in August of 2019. Since Molina was already in federal custody, the warrant was not served until his federal trial was over. The seven-month-long investigation into the drug trafficking organization began in August of 2018 and involved the Drug Enforcement Administration, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. It revealed that Molina was a multi- Pound distributor of methamphetamine in Highlands County and was directly linked to an international drug trafficking organization originating in Mexico. Molina was responsible for bringing up to 13 kilograms of methamphetamine a week, a street value of almost $975,000, to Highlands County and the south central Florida area. Eight other arrests were made locally in 2018 and 2019 in connection with the drug investigation. And now for an update on the Disaster Relief Center from FEMA. Good
1: afternoon, WAUC listeners. My name is Latanga Hopes. I am a FEMA representative, and I'd like to share some information with you that we hope that you find useful. The Disaster Recovery Center, number 36, is located in Hardy County. We encourage anyone that is still in need of support and recovery support from Hurricane Ian to visit us. We are located at 315 North 6th Avenue. This is in Wachula. The zip code is 33873. And the operational hours are from 9 a.m. until 6 p.m. every day except Sunday. Now, if you're incapable of getting to the Disaster Recovery Center, there's a couple of other things that you may be able to do. One is to call our 1-800 number. It's 1-800-621-3362. The DisasterAssistance.gov website is available. Again, DisasterAssistance.gov. Go to that website and you can then also find useful information. Your last option is to be able to utilize your smartphone or computer. And this is a very simple process if you'd like to visit the Disaster Recovery Center. Simply go to your search engine, type in the letters DRC and the word locator. Simply follow the prompts. It'll ask you for location or address. Put that information in. They'll tell you about the nearest Disaster Recovery Center that is near you. Now, here are a couple of reasons why you may want to visit the Disaster Recovery Center. If you are still working towards eligibility and you have paperwork that you need to have submitted, one of the easiest ways to get that information submitted is to go to the Disaster Recovery Center, see one of the specialists, and have them expedite that information. It'll get there a lot faster. Another reason you may want to visit is if you're working through an appeal process, that same process would apply. Drop off all of your paperwork to one of the disaster recovery center specialists. Again, they can get that information submitted for you a lot faster than sending it snail mail. Finally, if you've got questions, um, another reason that you may want to stop by the Disaster Recovery Center is if your situation has changed. FEMA encourages any applicant to stay in touch with us. And the reason why is if your situation has changed, more program options may be available to you um, based on your updated status should your situation change. So be in touch with us. There may be information we need to get to you to help expedite your process for funding. There may be information we need to receive from you and you may not be aware of it. And that could help us get that process taken care of. So again, we encourage you to stay in touch with us. Here are some numbers that I think may be useful to you as well. Just recently... FEMA surpassed the $5 billion mark, $5.5 billion in federal grants and disasters, um, disaster loans and flood insurance payments. <clears throat> and the reason I'm mentioning this information is because I'm encouraging anyone that is going through this process to persevere, press through, continue to stay in touch with FEMA, work through your application process, give us a call or either stop by the Disaster Recovery Center now. There's one last thing that I can do that may be useful to you. We received some information that we thought um, we should share. And it talks about the fact that there was an applicant that went through this process, ended up having to have an inspector revisit the home, work through the application process by answering more questions. By the time they were done, this group or this family ended up receiving a little less than $20,000. Now, To some that may be a drop in a bucket, to others that may be a landfall of information to help with recovery. What I want you to hear in this story is that help is available through FEMA. If you received damage or incurred damage from Hurricane Ian and you need help with recovery, please call us at 1-800-621-3362. Go to disasterassistance.gov. Complete an application there. Visit us at FEMA.gov for more information or type DRC locator into your search engine and find a disaster recovery center near you. Again, there are some people who have worked through their process. It looks like everything is maybe fine for others, but if you are still working through that process, FEMA is still here. Thank you very much.
0: Your local events, as some may know, JJ, the owner of Real Country 102.1, the outlaw, has been battling cancer for the past few months with more treatments on the way. The Real and Talk show wants to show their support and they'll be raffling off a Blackstone 36-inch four-burner griddle cooking station with a hardcover. Tickets are only $5 with all proceeds going directly to JJ. To purchase tickets, call Tim Staten at 863-450-7569, Wally Helms at 7810, or Jeremy Goodwin at 832-7900. You can also email realin2grillin at gmail.com, and tickets may also be purchased at Vision Ace Hardware in Wachula or Gloria's Restaurant in Bowling Green. This Saturday, February 25th, starting at 10 a.m., join Alpha and Omega Freedom Ministries at Pioneer Park for their Purple Shoe Walkathon thon to support survivors of domestic violence, homeless women and children, and Hannah's House Domestic Violence Shelter. There will be food, music, games, and health and safety booths, so definitely bring the family. Participants are encouraged to donate, and all participants will receive a ribbon and be eligible for prizes. To register, go to aofm house.org. In the city of Bowling Green has several upcoming events, but first, the Marketplace at the Depot scheduled for this Saturday has unfortunately been canceled. But they will host Trivia Night on Thursday, February 23rd, tomorrow at the Community's Center starting at 6 p.m. If you'd like to attend, please call 863-375- 2255 with your name and the number of participants. They will have a day of celebration of Black History Month on Saturday, February 25th from 1pm until 5pm at Pyatt Park, starting with a parade and later featuring a gospel explosion, live entertainment, vendors, and more. To sign up for the parade or become a vendor, call 863-448-2658. And they will host the Lewis and Clark Circus also at Pyatt Park on March 1st at 6pm and March at 5 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. Tickets can be purchased at lewisclarkcircus.com or at City Hall. Your jobs here in Hardy County. The Hardy County Sheriff's Office is hiring for 911 public safety telecommunicators, detention deputies, and deputy sheriffs. Basic qualifications for these positions include a high school diploma or GED, be at least 19 years of age, U.S. work eligibility, a valid driver's license, no felony convictions, and for deputy positions no misdemeanors as well. For more information and to download an application, visit hardyso.com. Crystal Lake Village is looking for a maintenance worker, a valid driver's license, high school diploma or GED, and one year of landscape maintenance experience are required. Florican ESA LLC is looking for a material handler, US work authorization, and two years of warehouse experience are required. Those jobs and more at indeed.com. The Hardy County Sheriff's Office, the Wachula and Bowling Green Police Departments, and Law Enforcement Agencies Nationwide remind you to do the 9 p.m. routine. Remember to to check every door and window in your home at 9 p.m. tonight and ensure that it is securely closed and locked to help protect against burglary remember to do the same with your vehicles removing any viable something inside by doing the 9 p.m. routine each and every night you make your home a safer home remember lock it or lose it be sure to send your job openings news or events to hardy midday hardy m-i-d-d-a-y at gmail.com or you can message us on our facebook page please remember to include any event brochures pamphlets or flyers with your message they'll greatly assist us and we'll read them on the air for you coming up your local weather report and forecast plus your agriculture business and sports news hardy midday will return in just a moment looking for a career in radio, but you don't know where to start, Real Country 102.1 The Outlaw is now hiring for their sales team. Prior sales experience is a plus, but not required. If you're interested, give us a call between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. weekdays at 863-773-WAUC. That's 863-773-9282. Real Country 102.1 The Outlaw and WAUC 1310 AM is a division of Hardy Broadcasting, LLC. The Florida Supervisor of Elections is proud to offer four $1,200 scholarships to Florida college students. If you are a registered Florida voter, have lived in the state for at least the past two years, and you are a junior in college pursuing a degree in political science, public administration, business administration, journalism, or mass communications, this scholarship is for you. Pick up an application at the Hardy County Supervisor of Elections office, South Florida State College, or Hardy Senior High School. School. The deadline to apply is Friday, March 10th. For more information, call 863 773 6061. Welcome back to Hardy Midday, here on Rule Country 102.1 The Outlaw. It's time now for your weather report and forecast. 80 degrees out feels like 86, mostly sunny skies with no predicted chance of rain. Your shade temperature feels like 80 degrees. Your maximum UV index is 5 moderate. Winds south-southeast at 9 miles an hour with gust up to 21. Your humidity very humid at 63%. The dew point 67 degrees, your air quality is fair. Cloud cover 11%, 10 miles of visibility, and your cloud ceiling is 30,000 feet. Your Hardy County forecast, including the cities of Wachita, Bowling Green, and Zoffo Springs. Last updated 1127 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Rest of today, sunny, highs in the upper 80s, south winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly clear in the evening, then becoming partly cloudy, areas of fog after midnight. Lows in the lower 60s, southwest winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, becoming southeast after midnight. Thursday, areas of fog in the morning, sunny, highs in the lower 90s, south winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, and Thursday night, mostly clear in the evening then becoming partly cloudy lows in the mid 60s and northwest winds around five miles an hour that's your hearty midday weather report and forecast you're all caught up now so let's go to your agriculture news
2: From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your Agribusiness Update. Florida Farm Bureau President Jeb Smith is commending lawmakers for helping farmers and ranchers recover from Hurricane Ian losses with funding from the Block Grant Assistance Act. Florida agriculture sustained $1.03 billion in estimated losses from the storm that hit September 23rd. Smith thanked the leadership of Representative Scott Franklin and Debbie Wasserman Schultz as well as Senators Rick Scott and Marco Rubio for their commitment to Florida agriculture. Consumer prices for wheat-based products were up substantially in 2022 compared to 2021. As indicated by the Consumer Price Index, USDA's Economic Research Service reports the price of various wheat products were up more than 10 percent from 2021. The increase outpaced the inflation rate of the broader all-food category, which was 9.9 percent, more than double the average increase from the previous decade. And building on 80 years of partnership, John Deere announced a donation of $1 million to the National FFA. The donation will support the growth of future leaders, feed agriculture's talent pipeline, and honor the organization's community service efforts. John Deere is the longest running sponsor of the National FFA organization and continues to advocate for FFA, its members, and advisors. National FFA Foundation President Molly Ball says for more than 80 years, they've been unwavering in their
3: support. For over 40 years,
0: Burris Avenue in Wachula. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m.
5: Congratulations on two fronts and then a prize you don't want to win. It's time for your Southeast Regional Ag News. On the Ag Information Network, I'm Haley Ship. We're focusing our attention on Washington, D.C. as we get started today from our nation's capital. It's now been announced that U.S. Senator for Georgia, Reverend Warnock, has been named to key agriculture subcommittees, the Subcommittee on Commodities, Risk Management and Trade, the Subcommittee on Conservation, Climate, Forestry and Natural Resources, and the Subcommittee on Food and Nutrition, Specialty Crops, Organics and Research. Also showing up, U.S. Senator Tommy Tipperville of Alabama. He has been named ranking member of the Rural Development and Energy Subcommittee on the U.S. Senate Committee on Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry. He was also appointed to two crucial subcommittees, Commodities, Risk Management, and Trade, and Food and Nutrition, Specialty Crops, Organics, and Research. And now for that prize you don't want to win. We've been covering ag losses linked to Hurricane Ian. What was the most impacted county in the Sunshine State? WFLA reports that Manatee County took the biggest hit, specifically to the eastern side. One dairy farm reports losing 200 dairy cows during the storm. And a tree nursery suffered $4 million in losses, plus about two years of its production growth. This has been your Southeast Regional Ag Report.
0: And now for your business news, the stock market report, and your sports news. With the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Rich Thomason. Walmart is
3: reporting strong holiday sales, inflation-weary consumers flocking to its stores. Despite the rosy fourth quarter figures, Walmart gave cautious guidance for the next fiscal year. Company executives told analysts on a recent call that their guidance reflects the unknowns in the economy as consumers feel more pressure from rising interest rates and high inflation. Walmart's chief financial officer, John David Rainey, said December was the largest sales month in its history, led by food sales. But more discretionary categories are softening. That's correspondent Jeremy House. Following yesterday's massive sell-off, Wall Street opened a little bit higher this morning, with the benchmarks are covering at least some of what they gave up in yesterday's trading. The market does remain quite concerned about the future course of interest rates. For the Wall Street Business Report, I'm Rich Thomason.
4: With SRN Sports, I'm Jim Bartow. The PGA Tour is coming off two big weeks with Scotty Scheffler winning in Phoenix and John Rahm at Riviera. Tiger Woods caused the biggest buzz of all. Now it's Live Golf's turn as the Saudi-funded league begins its second season. The Live season starts Friday in Mexico. You can watch on the CW Network. Tiger Woods and Roy McIlroy are closer to seeing their high-tech golf league become reality. The ceremonial groundbreaking for the arena that will house the league, that's being called TGL, was held Tuesday at Palm Beach State College. Woods and McIlroy are among the co-founders and were there for the first step of the actual construction. Play will begin early next year. Woods and McIlroy so far have 11 players committed to the league. Besides them, the league will include world number one John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Adam Scott, Matt Fitzpatrick, and Justin Rose, just to name a few. This is SRN Sports. Police say Alabama basketball star Brandon Miller brought a teammate the gun that was used in a fatal shooting near campus. Tuscaloosa Police Investigator Brandon Culpepper testified Tuesday that Miller brought Darius Miles' gun to him on the night of the shooting after Miles texted him and asked him to do so. The allegation of Miller's involvement on January 15th came during a preliminary hearing for Miles and Michael Davis, who faced capital murder charges for the death of 23-year-old Jamia Harris. Alabama coach Nate Oates says the team has been aware of Miller's alleged involvement, and he was just in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Tyson Walker shook off a slow start to score 23 points and lifted Michigan State to an 80-65 win over number 17 Indiana on Tuesday night in its first home game since last week's shootings on campus that killed three students and hospitalized five others. This is SRN Sports.
0: And that concludes our time with Hardy Midday today brought to you by the Speed Smiles and Service you'll always find at Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960, First National Bank of Wachula at 406 North 6th Avenue right here in Wachula and always online at fnbwachula.com. Your quote for the day, never put off until tomorrow what you can do the day after tomorrow just as well.